here we are at our 42-day check-in. And what I've noticed is this is the second cold I've had in 42 days. Wait a second. Day 42? Yep. How long is this practice supposed to be? (laughs) 40 days, in theory. Is this our last episode? Welcome to Life is Rich, the podcast. I'm Bonnie Rich, and this is our last episode of season one that we're calling God Mom, Really? This season, I take my daughters Leah and Rebecca on a 40-day spiritual journey rooted in Judaism. Catch up on the fun and arguments we've had so far in episodes one through five. 40 days is just over a month and it went by super fast. And the girls and I did a check-in over video chat. I'm in Maryland, Leah is in San Diego, and Rebecca is in DC. I have to admit first that I'm extremely fulfilled with what we're doing. So I've become less concerned about daily exercises or anything else because I'm so happy to be having these conversations with you guys. So it also means that maybe I haven't been as good as as keeping us on track, yet I don't know what the point of keeping on, us on track is. Hey, if if it's any consolation, this has sparked conversation with me and other Jewish millennials. Like I just keep meeting Jewish millennials and I'll somehow just organically start talking about the documentary and the podcast that we're working on and not even in a way that I'm trying to be pushy on marketing, but that I just like actually want to talk about it, which I think is really cool and different because I never was talking about spirituality or Judaism before. And all of a sudden it's like every time I meet a Jewish person, we're talking about Judaism and it's because of this. Right. And that's incredibly fulfilling to me. Like it's just, icing. It's just wonderful. Um, And then it it also brings us to sort of something Shira said. I don't know if you listened to the clip of Shira talking about Torah, which obviously we did. It was part of the practice, which I and I, I wasn't able to put that whole clip in the film, but it was one of my favorite things that she said. The clip we're talking about is from Rabbi Shira Stutman, who was featured in our film Life is Rich. You can find out more about our comedic documentary and hosting a screening at lifeisrichfilm.com. In the clip, I tell Rabbi Shira that I've been looking to the Torah as a self-help book, and I ask her what she thinks. You can hear the whole clip in episode four of this podcast. What do you think she said? I got to say, I think it was probably, it couldn't have been one of the more most meaningful things Rabbi Shira said, because I feel like everything she said was kind of mind-blowing. Um, but I am just now realizing that you can interpret the Torah any, not any way, but like different ways, and that it's not just like cut and dry, this is what it means. Um, and like going to Malibu, I realized that. Um, and just being around different groups of Judaism that maybe, you know, my Judaism from gr- like the Judaism I had growing up, it wasn't the interpretation that I, that resonated with me. 
um, but that I am allowed to interpret it different ways, which is really cool and something that I didn't realize before. So yeah, I liked it. Rebecca, you have anything to say about that? I feel like, Rebecca, I'll keep talking, then you try to think of something. And I feel like what we're doing is exactly what she was saying, is that if you and I have a conversation, we can have a wonderful conversation. But once you bring in the, the text from the Torah, it, it adds an extra element. And then you can also look at all the rabbi interpretations. And then if you actually have a rabbi in the room, and then if you have other smart people, or other even not smart people, other people in the room, it's just an incredible conversation that you can have. Um, I said in the documentary that I felt like I didn't actually know anything about Judaism. And I think what I actually meant is I don't know anything about the Torah. Like, I can't tell you what's in the Torah. Um, and I can't tell you the interpretations. But I think it's interesting. And I think I've heard some rabbis interpret it some ways that didn't resonate with me. So now I'm kind of interested in going back and listening to Torah portions and how other rabbis can interpret it in ways that I can resonate with. So I found a, a class online where you take it with a partner, and I and it's Jewish text of some sort. And um, would you be interested in taking it with me, or do you think that's too much work? Sure. I mean, how much work is it? I don't know. I have to look into it. All right, look into it. Let me know. So, Rebecca, um, did you do any of the stuff? I did, but I don't remember what the Shira video was I because I listened to it last week. Did you take any notes? No. I got to say, we were 15 minutes late to the Zoom because I was taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we also have to say that we're grateful that Rebecca is joining us. So, like, her her presence is all that is required. <laughs> Good. I was just going to bring up the Omer things when we do them. There are seven weeks or 49 days to the Omer practice. That's O-M-E-R. There's a formula to it rooted in Kabbalah, I think. The one we like is from A Way In Jewish Mindfulness by Rabbi Yael Levy. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Well, let's move to the Omer teachings. It it occurs between Passover and Shavuot. And uh, there's there's a daily practice you do with it. And I think I sent you stuff about chesed, which is loving kindness. The first first week is loving kindness. And then I also sent you something about Lagba Omer, which is the 33rd day of the Omer. And um, she just had a reflection on sort of like where we're at, which, which I think is completely applicable to what we're doing here. That wasn't a question, but go ahead and chime in. If I had to pick one phrase, like the Bonnie says often, it would be chesed, loving kindness. <laughs> You've really drilled that into my head. Yeah. What chesed is. So if that's anything, that's something. Maybe good. <laughs> and you have taught me that avodah means work. Work. <laughs> and shira is song. 
or singing, one of those. Uh, actually, when we went to Utah and we were camping, um, <laughs> me and this other girl just kept going back and forth with like all the Hebrew words we remembered. It was really funny. It was like camp. Well, simcha is joy. I got to say that um, chesed or loving kindness, uh, those words have never been in my daily life as often as they have in the past 40 days. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Even just like having the words enter my mind, I'm like loving kindness. That's all you need to know. And then you get a little bit lighter. Aw, that's sweet. Rekha, do you have anything to add? Leo said a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> you do say loving kindness a lot. Do I? Oh my God, like every day. Yeah. Like, how do I use it in a sentence? I don't even notice. Actually, what's funny is you often go, well, there's a, there's a teaching called chesed, which is loving kindness. Um, so you've taught me that almost every day for the past 40 days. So it's really... At this point, I know what chesed means. We've never actually done the teaching yet. No, you just say there's a teaching called chesed, which means loving kindness. So I, I very much know the translation. Well, then all you have to do is send chesed to yourself. And, and you chesed then you... to nine other people to create a minion. That's certainly one way you could do it. I like that. I That's not how I've done it, but I like it. That was in the Omer teaching you sent us. Yeah, I've been working on the podcast, so I don't always read the stuff that I'm sending you. Oh, I reread it 15 minutes ago. Seven. Yeah, it's nine. Nine. <laughs> nine. Yeah, well, because a minion is 10. Oh, including yourself then? Yeah. Ten. For nine more people making a minion. Yeah. Okay, so mom, you said we haven't actually done a chesed practice yet, but we have. And I took some notes on it. Do you want to hear my notes? I do. Um, so things that I really liked were uh, there was this quote that said, be amazed at the ordinary wonders of the world. I really liked that. Because every day can't be extraordinary, but every day can be filled with loving kindness. I do like her teachings. And this is a rabbi. Is It's Yael Levy. Lee, are you looking at the Lagba Omer Omer teaching? Because that sort of was sort of like one where you want to stop and just reflect. And mm -hmm. so if we would stop and reflect on this practice, I would just say, I'm really happy. So the last one you sent, if that's what you're talking about, the last one you sent was about balance within love. I mean, that's what it was titled. Um, but it was pausing and noticing something beautiful. And you sent that when I was in Utah. And I was literally in the middle of nowhere looking at these awesome, I mean, it was just mountains and um, valleys and um, canyons and waterfalls. It was just nature, like just being in nature. And I read it actually after, like we had already gone back home and I read the Omer practice for the day and I was like I've been doing this for four days just pausing and just being like oh my gosh wow like wow just I, I'm like speechless this is just wow like the world is so amazing and I am in such a bubble when I'm at home and I constrict myself to my own 
just insecurities and fears and it gets smaller and smaller and then I went out into nature for four days turned off my phone and I was like wow the world is so vast it was cool I mean, I have to say the whole wonder and awe thing, which is one of the weeks in the Omer practice, to me, that is really what has made me connected to sort of a higher power, you know, like how we're connected with each other and with nature and that whole chesed thing. Like if you put out loving kindness, no, you won't always get it back, but If you put out resentment, you generally do get that back. If you put out loving kindness, it's amazing how much loving kindness you do get back, although it's not a guarantee, and how much, for me, it's enriched my life. Although that sounds like Um, I'm full of myself, like like I'm some, like, barefoot whatever walking through, you know. I certainly have my imperfections. So it it is cool that it kind of connects you to nature and your ancestors. Um, the things that I dwell on that I know, even at the time, I'm like, this is such a small deal. And like being out in nature, I was like, it is such a small deal. Like I don't need to waste my life being anxious and stressed out about the littlest, stupidest things. I mean, yes, on one hand, it totally helps me grow, but... It's just amazing to just put it all into perspective. Rebecca, do you have any reflections on what Leah said, what we've been talking about, the Omer practice, anything you want to add? I think it's really great that you went into nature and that you had a really good time. Where did you go to the bathroom? I did a lot of nature peas. Um, We did have a campsite, though, and it was actually a really nice campsite, and it did have running water, and it had showers. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were, like, really in nature. We were, like, pretty damn deep into the wilderness. I'm trying not to to laugh over Rebecca because I feel like Rebecca asks the questions that everybody wants to ask. Like, we're we're talking about wandering on. Rebecca, the listeners out there, our 20 (laughs) listeners, probably are with Rebecca. They want want to know where Leah peed. (laughs) So I'm like the inner monologue when people are telling stories, like I'm the things that you want to say, but you don't say. (laughs) What I was going to ask you, Rebecca, is you've had some difficult work issues lately, which we don't need to get into, but has anything from this 40 day practice transferred over to help you? Um... I don't know. I mean, one day when I was at work, I did do like, I tried to give love and kindness to everyone when I was sitting there. But like when you, when you're like, just um, breathe and then just give loving kindness. Like when we were taking our walk that one time, I, I don't know, but I mean, not really. No, that I don't know. No, that, that's something. That's really something. I don't know. Um, two years of living with me might have rubbed off on you as well. It definitely did. In what way? 
Um, well, I give a lot of woo-woo advice now that people really appreciate. Uh, and I channel my mother, her woo-woo advice, because that's what it is. Do you want to know how I channel my mother? The funny, funny thing happened. So someone was like, oh, do you like this studio, like fitness studio? And I was like, Ugh, I don't because they, they burn this candle and I just can't handle the scent. <laughs> and I was like, I just heard my mother's voice when I said that. <laughs> As I reflect on 40 days and part of the 40 days for me is actually sitting around and editing the videos. And one thing I noticed is even though I've been really working on trying not to always be right, in the last five years, I've really been working on you don't always need to be right. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? I still am working on that. I still have a lot of need to be right. And I admit it. Awareness is the first step. In this case, what do you think that you're yearning to be right about well like like when i you have to re-listen to episode two but that whole thing with uh prince of egypt oh yeah the burning bush (laughs) and then and then in episode three which i'm editing now like i was really mad that you were like you cut me off and I, I actually had to re-listen to the whole thing to realize that I cut you off because you had paused. And when you paused, I continued to talk because I didn't know that you still had another thought. And then I was really pissed that you told me I'd cut you off because you're always telling me I cut you off. And, and I, so it was just like, you know, I, I still have a pretty big need to be right. And I'll admit it. And since really my, only my friends are listening right now, they can all smile and nod. And accept you for you, right? Correct. Exactly. <laughs> I'm perfect, so I, I don't know. I'm... So as we wrap up our 40-day journey, Lee and I are in the market for a tourist study class that we can take bi-coastally. Feel free to email me suggestions. If you're listening, you probably already know my email. But if you don't, please go to lifeisrichfilm.com and send me a message. Or I'm on Instagram at lifeisrich.film and Leah is at Leah on the mic. That's M-I-C. I'm going to leave us with a little chesed practice. And I'll put the one we talked about in the show notes. But before we go to that, I just want to say... Thank you for listening and stay tuned for season two of this podcast with an episode featuring my husband, Alan and Rabbi Tamara Miller, who we met at a silent Jewish mindfulness retreat. It's really amazing and surprising how many folks we met at a silent retreat. Also, Rebecca and I are working on an Instagram video series called Mommy Mondays because she and I spend Mondays together and I'm the mommy. Again, you can follow us at lifeisrich.film on Instagram. And now for the chesed or loving kindness or metta practice. If you're driving, do this with your eyes open. If you're not, 
take a seat, get comfortable, and close your eyes. Take a deep breath in and release out of your mouth with a Take another deep breath in, fill your belly with air, and exhale. Then take one more deep breath in and out of your nose. But if you used your mouth, that's fine too. Now return to your normal breath, and I tend to breathe in and out of my nose for these meditations. Next, I'll have you repeat after me a few phrases. You can do this out loud or to yourself in your head, whichever you prefer. So you're going to say this to yourself, thinking of yourself. May I be blessed with loving kindness. Chesed. May I be blessed with joy. Simcha. May I be blessed with peace. Shalom. Now think of someone you love. Picture them in your mind. Keep your eyes on the road if you're driving and direct these words to the person you're thinking of. May you be blessed with loving kindness, chesed. May you be blessed with joy, simcha. May you be blessed with peace, shalom. Now we're going to send these words out to the world, to people who may be struggling. May you be blessed with loving kindness, chesed. May you be blessed with joy, simcha. May you be blessed with peace, shalom. Now we can finish up with a round to ourselves, or you can think of other individuals that you love, or you may want to think of someone that you're having a difficult time with. There's no limit on how many times to say this. May you be blessed with loving kindness, chesed. May you be blessed with joy. Simcha. May you be blessed with peace. Shalom. And there's one more that you might want to add. May you be blessed with well-being. So this loving kindness or metta meditation is one of my favorites. It's opened my heart. It's helped me ease out of my need to be right. If you're rolling your eyes right now, thanks for sticking with me this long. And I get it, but just try it. 
Our theme music is by the Casco Bay Tumblers. And if you'd like Leah or me to come to your organization to run a workshop, do a talk, or host a screening of our movie Life is Rich, please check out our teaser and cool cartoons by Leah at lifeisrichfilm.com or email me at bonnie at lifeisrichfilm.com. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Der war mit Verbot.